Blog Talk Radio.
And you turned into the Black Butterfly Show, Tuesday Night Poetry. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. Hope you all are having a lovely night. I do have a lot in store for you guys tonight. New tracks, um, some new, new pieces featuring out of my Black Women Poetry group. The Sisters Over There is definitely doing their thing. I have some that actually has signed up for Blog Talk Radio as listeners. So they're coming to the site, soon to be stepping up to the stage. So it's a good look. I have a call on the line. I'm going to bring in 708. Hi. Hello. Who are we speaking with tonight? Um, my name is Chastity, but I go by a lyrical person. Okay. A lyrical princess. Um, do you have a piece for us tonight? Um, actually, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um... It doesn't have a name, though. Okay. Sitting in my room, I can't get you out of my head. It's like you have woken me out the bed. When you're in my room, when you're in the room, it feels like nobody's around. Your beautiful soul picked me off the ground. My heart beats fast. You're driving me crazy. Yet I still want to call you my baby. My mind wanders as I drift off to sleep. Something about you has touched me deep. Your wonderful eyes and laugh so sweet. It's hard for any nigga to complete. I sit and wonder if you can be the one. Every moment with you is fun. Every time you talk, you take my breath away. I keep thinking about you all day. You gave me the hope that I thought was gone. Something about you makes me strong. I can't say no, guys. We'll make it all so real. It's hard for me to tell you how I feel. You make me feel something I won't forget. Meeting you is something I won't ever regret. And that's my piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you new to Blog Talk? Huh? Are you new to Blog Talk? Yeah. Uh, I've been on here since yesterday. I actually signed up for my own radio station. Oh, okay. So what kind of radio station will you be on? I'm doing a poetry thing myself called Real Talk. It's going to be a show for the people made by the people. Oh, that's right. Let's give us some big ups on that. <laughs> your poetry is, you have your poetry online that people can read it? Um, Not yet, but I'm working on it. I'm on Twitter. I'm on MySpace. I'm on Facebook. I'm trying real hard to get my stuff up there. I got to get my stuff out first. I wish you all the luck. Um, send you an invitation. I do have a Ming site of Poetry After Dark, nl.ning.com, and we're doing a lot of poetry posting up there, people who um, are looking to publish their work and also people that just want to network, period. So if you want to join our site, feel free or just take a look at it. Um, it's just another network for you to get yourself out there. All right. 
I'll look into right. it. Thank you. And I do appreciate you calling in. It was not all you. Okay, guys. So we just heard from <clears throat> Adorable Princess, I believe she said her name was. Um, that will be um, debuting a show on Blog Talk as well. So look for her, check her out, and show her some support. We're going to open up with some poetry by Chanel Gabriel. together for Chanel. It's called a message to my girls. Keep your heads up and your skirts down. Girls that'll be seen, not heard, so better not hear the sounds. Close your legs, cross your ankles, shut your mouth when you two do as I say and not as I do. And you will bloom into a woman. My mother implanted these seeds to assist me in blooming into a lady. But evidently, these same seeds have not been planted into today's soil. Like water mixing with oil, words to a blend into young minds. Signs of last days and times where young men shall be lovers of themselves and young women lovers of everything but themselves. Whether it be material wealth or baby fat belts. Whether it be coming and getting her groove on or putting some Prada shoes on. In no other name but the mighty name of fashion. Quick check CBT cards given in ration to chicks who spend their pay on the latest fashion update. They strive to gain the whole world, yet lose their young souls, because they never learned how cold that winter was, or how it pays to be more careful. And we've all heard tales that should have made them more fearful. Alas, I see it starts from their use, uncouth and chains, loosed in the world, and I'm talking about these little girls, I want to call them young ladies, but to see them on the 2 train and the B80, I have to wonder, does self-love stop when training boys come, a class and self-esteem leave when they begin to bleed, slowly leaking the innocence they embodied, losing the love that they had in themselves, don't they know too much BET is bad for your health? Constantly watching pornographic portrayals again it on and popping, booties dropping, former models now copping, Bob's Video Vixen Award. Imagine getting an award for being a video whore, like that's something you'd want to be with little kids in teen parties acting like little Kim trainees. Realize the only difference between a dub and a lap dance is you do all the work and it's for free. Know every single song on MTV, but can't tell me the equivalence of three times three. Can't read more than a Word Up magazine. Wonder why kids go to lowest on the SATs, 10 p.m. on a school night and they still run in the streets. Men will be saying, ooh, pick me. Pimp me, please, because all I see is young girls in grown men's faces, equivocating love with attention, and in my love equals physical affection, and this is an infection that's spreading faster than any disease, the way our preteens sell their chastity with ease, and Satan doesn't go blow for blow, he just goes straight for the throat, and he knows that our budding generation is our only hope, so while we promote premature growth and pro-choice pregnancies, possibly the prelude to premeditated aborted leaders with lasting legacies, we may simply end the spirit of us and our tomorrow may never be. So come together, my sisters and brothers. Know that you ought to be your daughter's first lovers. Teach them to forget the masses. To value their classes over how big their asses. To value self-respect over obtaining temporal objects. To be not conformed to this disshortened, pain-stricken world, but to be just what they are, young girls. And let the seeds be plants. Focus on growing what's internal. The external will bloom later, but the internal is the only thing that is eternal. And let no man, no man. take their crown. Remind them to keep their heads up and their skirts down. 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 Down.
out of the way. Um, <laughs> you know, gotta put what we love first. <laughs> if 
I had a penis is the name of this thesis. I once was diagnosed with penis envy. And I thought to myself, how can this be? I mean, I appreciate them for what they are, but envy? Now I think that's going a bit too far. So I've scrutinized this possibility that there's something lacking so deep inside of me that a part of my urges to lick and caress one is attached to an unconscious desire to possess one. I thought of friends that I'd made in my childhood games that I'd always act out male figures and we played trades. And what about my first sex act? Did he make it too rough? And what about after that? Well, it not rough enough. I went back even further to my first real kiss. Flash forward to now. Could there be something I've missed? And the answer that I've come up with is the only one to me that fits to my response. This diagnosis is bullshit. I've examined the male of my species, from condos to igloos to teepees, and I'm sure that I don't stand alone when I say there are things about having a penis I cannot own. If I had a penis, I'd be more selective about in whom it rested. I do background checks more thorough than the FBI. It would take a lot more than pretty skin and thick thighs. I'd have to make sure that the pussy was pristine, that it didn't just get wet. It's clean. I'd go back to her teachers, going back to first grade. I'd put all of her ex-lovers in an inspection parade. I'd make sure she's more than single, but unattached and uninvolved. Make sure the doors on her pussy don't revolve. If I had a penis, I wouldn't use it to make any important decisions in my life. Like who I pick to be my wife, or how many strokes I have left before I come, or if I'm going to hold her when I'm done. And if I had a penis, well, sure, I'd play with it from time to time, but not when I'm in the grocery store on the checkout line. If I had a penis, I would pray that God give me the sense to use it as it was supposed to be used, as a tool to create orgasm for the person that I love, not as a weapon to create scars on the souls of women who think they love me. If I had a penis, I would pray that God give me the sense to use it as it was supposed to be used, as something honorable and divine, no, Penis envy is probably the only psychological malady related to men that I don't suffer from. It's time to answer the Black Butterfly Tuesday Night Poetry Show. Welcome everyone that's in the chat room, listening via Facebook and on the phone lines. I do appreciate all the love you show on the show. I had to stop this because I'm just so amazed that I see my girl up in chat. Um, shout out to Jasmine, and hopefully she will call in. But if not, I am going to share a piece by Jasmine for you guys. Diamond J, Aaron C, Evolution, Guest 2998, Kai 5, Lyrical Disciples, and Thank you all for showing up tonight. Appreciate that. Um, the mic is open tonight. If you do gain and want to call in and spit a piece for us, 347-826-9842. And as I said earlier, I will be featuring pieces out of the group Black Woman Poetry that is located on Black Planet. So, um, yeah, tune in for that later on in the show. We're going to keep this moving. Again, I just stopped and, you know, give shout-outs to my girls in the chat room, and my boys, appreciate y'all, that came through. So we're going to, um, hmm, 
I'm going to play an old one here. This is by Milk and Staff. He's mine.
You're turned down to the Black Butterfly Show, Tuesday night coaching. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. And yes, 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 people, we do have callers on the line that wants to get on the mic. So without further ado, we're going to bring in 954. You're on the air. Please tell us who you are. Hello, um, my name is Aaron C. Hey, Aaron. And I'm from, um, I'm from, I live in Georgia now in the metro Atlanta area, but I am from Miami. Oh, okay. Well, shout-outs to Miami, indefinitely. Thank you. You got a piece for us tonight? Yes. Um, this piece is called um, Everlast. Do I, do I just start, or do you want to know about it? I don't know. You can start, and then I'll ask about it when you're done. Okay. Okay. This, again, is um, called Everlast. She was more familiar with hospitals than she ever wanted to be. Oncology on floor three, x-rays just behind that screen, and around the corner she knew she could find nurses with needles that had been boiled to ensure their sterility. This time he bit her. Teeth severed flesh, his fist punched her breast, and then he pressed her face into the car seat. Her chest buckled concavely, and she hoped that maybe he'd, maybe lean, maybe just utter a scream instead of wiping off her Maybelline with concrete, etching number four sandstone foundation into the ground as she cried out to God. He bit her. He opened his mouth and, absent a moment of doubt, pulled lips back from teeth, showing her the soft pink flesh of his gums and attempted to flay her flesh from her bones. He slammed his canines around her earlobes, and the tongue that was formerly practiced in whispering, I love you, retracted so his teeth could do their show. But she did grab his cell phone. And because she grabbed his cell phone, she earned a free broken nose, a complimentary elbow to the throat. His fists were gifts to his women, and so he tenderized his queen on her throne. And if you watched him from a distance, he looked more like a UFC fighter battling a woman that only occasionally did Tybo, but he never dealt death-dealing blows, only major concussions and minor contusions. Welted flesh and rapidly darkening bruises, his hands often resting about her neck like organic necklaces that tightened like nooses, which was oddly appropriate given the fact that she was hung up on his definition of love. They boxed, or rather, he boxed her around a ring of his own imagining, hallucinating bad intentions and reveling in when she winces, he'd become dependent on her self-esteem's impotence, envisioning a sparring partner and ignoring the dark under her eyes. He sees Everlast on her skin tattooed invisibly. Imprinted indelibly is his code that she's his piece of USDA beef, animated to walk, talk, and preen, and a 120-pound trophy that dangles from his ceiling, wrapped in red leather, perpetually prepared for a beating. She was his everlasting punching bag with an everlasting mouth, and he hit her with his everlasting fist because sometimes a man needs some peace in his house. And we think, we think that she would have to be punched Drunk to stay with him, and she is. That's all. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know exactly where you were coming from, but please tell the people where that's coming from in that piece. For me, oh, okay. Um, I've never personally experienced that, but 
to be honest, when the um when the Chris Brown Rihanna thing was going on, I'm not usually I don't really care what celebrities are doing, but that kind of um bothered me, and especially when the images started to come out. And particularly the 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 youth that were running to his defense, not being grown enough to understand that that's unconscionable for a man to put his hands on a woman. So um, it just, I don't know, for some reason that stood that stood out to me. And um, it just, it, all I could think about was this image of a punching bag, and I wanted to see if I could unwrap that as a, as a, as an artist, as a poet, if I could examine what does that mean when we say, you know, he treated her like a punching bag. And we all know the Everlast from Rocky and everything like that. Yes. So, yes. yeah. That was just downright phenomenal right there. And I do appreciate you um, calling into the show and sharing that with us. Um, Aaron, do your poetry or do you have poetry, should I say, on the Internet that people can read? Um, no, I've been published a couple of times in, uh, in the, when I was in school in the, in the literary magazines, I got published in U.S. Literary Magazine and FAMU's Literary Magazine, but, um, I don't have anything online. I'm still working on that. Okay. Congratulations. That is wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I mean, I wish you mad luck on whatever you're doing and, you know, hopefully we'll be able to see some of your work online. All right, thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys, that was Erin C. Uh, she is in the chat room. Um, if you want to network, Erin, throw your links up that you have maybe some emails or you want to give us the link to you know your magazine that you got your work published in, um, definitely put that in. Feel free to put that in the chat room. Okay, so we have 864 on the line with us, and this is Jasmine. Bear with me, I'm bringing you through. Okay, I got you. <laughs> okay. Wow, got Jasmine on the line with me. <laughs> right. And I'm like nervous as I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't see. They're just hearing you. So. Mm, yeah, I know. And I, I can't flow like that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I have never been on block top but twice, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, everybody got to say first time, and I'm so glad you came over. Right. But, you know, you posted up for us to read it. shouldn't be too hard. Um, You know what? I just came on really um, – and if you didn't know, if you hadn't checked your um, announcements, I hadn't made announcements, you know, that I had a pass in the family. And um, uh, I, I got a piece, but um, I didn't post it, which um what I would read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I just came on, you know, <clears throat> listen and everything. But um, I do have one in mind. That um, I think I can read. Now, if you want, I can come back to you if you're not ready. And um, well, I do. Yeah, that'd be. You do. That's, okay. that's fine. You know, I can just listen in and everything, because um, 
I didn't have, I just, you know, kind of called in and just going to sit back and chill and listen to everyone okay. else. And, um, you know, and then next time I will, I will, well, you know, I got to get used to it anyway. So, you know what, because I'm trying, I'm trying hard, really hard to uh, get used to. Okay. And I just saw what you put in the group too. I did not see that. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm cool, you know. That's something that happened and that was um but um I'm good. Well, I wanna send my condolences on it. I I believe me, I've been there before. Yeah. And the Lord will see you through. Believe he's not gonna put nothing on you that you can't handle. But um, would uh, would you like to read one, or would you like for me to read one? It's up to you. I mean, I would prefer for you to read it because I know mm-hmm. I cannot do okay. your piece the way you would want me to. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try, and if I mess up, you know, then um, uh, you just let them know this is my first time, and you know, that's that. And uh, right, try and try again, like they say. Okay. But um. I'm going to do a dose of love. You got that? Mm-hmm. So it's like they hearing us talk right now or what? Oh, they hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They hearing everything. You're okay. on the air. So, yeah, so they, you know, you know, right, this is my first time. Okay, so just give me a break. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, like, get in the mode. Okay. So you let me know if I'm speaking too low, okay? Because sometimes I have a chance to speak too low. Okay. So you let me know when you want me to start. You can go ahead. Okay. The title of this is A Dose of Love. The thought of you seeps in my brain every five minutes. The pleasure I anticipate until I get a dose of your medicine. I find myself daydreaming about the next time my lips would touch yours because I know sure ecstasy will follow. When we're together, I feel as if I can conquer the world, just you and me. Sometimes I feel that's like that's all I need to survive and thrive on. No food, no shelter, maybe a drop of water to help swallow my reality. When you're not around, I feel so lost. I need your constant gratification. I mean... What would I do without the sweet affection in the midnight hours, not forgetting our sacred matrimony when the sun rises? You're my burst of energy. I vow to take you for never to take you for granted. From my first days of enchantment, you supply my every need. This world would be a dying soul, and the skies forever gray if I couldn't have your daily have you daily, my dose of medicine, the pill of my life. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Go with first time, guys. Exactly. Okay, I messed up a little bit at the end, but you know, <laughs> I think you did good. Seriously, well, thank you. I mean, I have to get a move. I have to get you know in the groove what I'm doing. But thank you anyway. Who is this? Lyrical. Thank you, lyrical.
Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate okay. that. Okay. All right. And I'm, I'm going to listen in. I got to go. But I, I will be listening through the chat. Okay? Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I have two more callers on the line. But I'm, I do want to go ahead and take a, um, a short music break. So um, hang in there, guys. Uh, DC, I have... Educated poet that's coming up next, and followed by I believe that is lyrical disciples. So um, when we come back, we're going to bring in the educated poet. We're going to go from there.
Yeah, tell them to the Black Butterfly Show, and I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. Um, we're going to pull in Lyric. Are you there, Lyric? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you, my mom was, like, picking up the phone and stuff because my, my cell phone was dead. So I was like, oh, Lord, let me just call in real quick and show some support. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah. Well, um, I got an old piece, and of course, since we um been doing the thing for domestic violence and stuff this month, um, I thought this piece would be appropriate. I have a real soft heart for those kids and things that are abused. If only we know, you know, what's going through those babies' minds, you know, as they sit there with these blank looks on their face, thinking about the night before when they got raped or beaten by somebody in their family who's supposed to love them unconditionally. So I did this piece called Daddy Why in honor of those children. Daddy, please tell me why you can see that you're hurting me. Daddy, I don't know how I'm to see past this torment and pain. You told me privately that I'm to be your sweet sunshine. Somebody tell me why. Why can't you see me? I mean, what am I to you? Flesh and bones born to mouth your knees as my nature bleeds painfully. Each time you pin me, foreskin jammed internally, I grieve for the part of suffocating, dying. Ribs and hips crushed beneath the hostile grips of your thighs, scraping my insides while I cry. I cry, yet you don't see me. Why don't you see me? Daddy, I don't want to. Don't make me do all those terrible things. Daddy, I'm begging you. Yes, you smile within my pain. Nobody knows what you're doing to me. Nobody knows but me. I hear your moans and groans in my sleep as I creep through another hellish nightmare, hoping and praying that when I awake again, you, you will no longer be there. The horrible monster hiding with the skeletons in my closet waiting to pounce upon his prey. And to think, there was a time I thought you loved me. Before the finger games, before the fondling extremities, before you layered my shame with KY's name and proceeded to take my innocence from me. It seems love and I have now parted ways. Because when I look at you, all I see is hate. Daddy, can't take no more. I've got nothing left to give. Don't want to cry no more. In fact, I don't want to live. That's it.
Beware of wolves in sheep's clothing, girlfriends. Beware, girls. They will tell you that you're not good enough in a very indirect way. They always do. That is how it all begins. Indirectly. Everything is indirect nowadays. They will belittle your small successes with even bigger downfalls. Why is that? They will never be happy for you. They will come one by one like sin crouching at your doorstep asking you what it is that you really want but never quite giving it to you. I've never had it. They will whisper shallow thoughts into your soul, create desires in you that are questionable by inflating false hopes of a reality that you will never ever know, no matter how long you wait for it. Behind your back, in front of your face, they will mock you for your intensity to be loved. I am intense. They will appear to want what you want, to seek what you seek. But they will never love you unconditionally. Only God does. Because their rendition, their rendition of love always comes with conditions. And that condition, that condition is lust. Why is it always lust? So don't you fall for it. Don't you fall for it at all. Sadly, I have. When you are with them, they will hinder your progress, undermine your independence, downplay your intelligence by calling everything you say, think, and do cute sexiness. As they attempt to lure you away from God. I'm sorry, God. But don't you let them do it. For you will regret it. And lose everything that makes you you in the first place. When you are alone, they will tell you all the things you long to hear. All the things you never heard much of when you were a girl. Like, I love you. I love you. You are so beautiful, girl. And you believe in truth. Then they will wrap you up in lust and ship you off to never, never, I will never marry you land. Because I'm secretly waiting for a good girl that I can respect. That is something that they will not tell you directly. But something that you will learn eventually. After many, many years of heartache and pain. After you notice a continuous cycle in your life happening over and over again. That is when you'll start to recognize the demons. The demons in your life. Pretending to believe in you, pretending to care, pretending to grasp your spirituality by reciting a few lines from the Bible as if it were their own personal diary, all the while claiming to see the God in you, but not inside of the church. Because there are soulless creatures walking around in empty shells, 
waiting for the moment that you compromise your standards, bend on your beliefs and let them into your heart and eventually into your bed. So guard your heart diligently. Keep your eyes wide open to the truth and in precious time, they will reveal themselves eventually. Then you will know just what to do. Slam the door to your heart shut immediately and never open it up for them again. Because real men, where are they? Real men come courting in the daytime and not at 3 a.m. With a true offer of friendship and a real commitment built on trust, bearing their hearts and souls to you with God's true intentions for you and not their own sexual agendas. They always have agendas. Trying their best to undermine God's ordained plan for you by messing up your life. Trust me when I say to you, girlfriends, make sure you look out, look out for those wolves in sheep's clothing. There are so many of them these days. All right, that was Ingrid Johnson. You're tuned into the Black Butterfly Show. And I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. I have a Skype call online, 111 across the board. If you are able to get online and come into the chat room and identify yourself, then we'll be able to open you up if, in fact, you want to spit a piece. I'm not sure if you're on the line listening on that, but I cannot open up your call because I'm not sure who you are. And forgive me, but we had bad experiences with Skype callers, so. That's what you can do. We're going to bring in the educated poet, the host of WDEP 107.5 Radio. Deb. What up? What up? What up? What's going on, the angelic woman? I am just in a mode here, chilling, enjoying the vibe and the people that came out to um, support the show. It's just been a nice night. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. After hearing lyric, uh, I don't know if I want to go ahead and, uh, you know, sh- I'm like, I touched the mic, the mic's still on fire. Like, I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know if I can follow that piece. But, uh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> mm. Let me find out. That doesn't back down to anything, so, you know, he's just. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to let the mic cool off a little bit. Um, um, I'm gonna uh, do a piece that I think I've only read once, and I've only read it on your show. Uh, this piece ain't even posted on my website, so so you getting an exclusive. Uh, this piece is called. My pen. My pen is more powerful than the sword. With my pen, I can heal or I can kill with just a word. My pen can cut you real deep. My pen can make the strongest of men weak. My pen is sharper than the finest knife. With my pen, I can have you one to become my wife. My pen can take you on a twirl as my pen takes you on a journey to a fantastic world. But my pen can also be deadly. Piss my pen off and it will leave you drowning in the deepest sea. Piss my pen off and it will make you famous. My pen will even bring shame to the shameless. My pen will expose your lies as it sends you to an early demise. 
see my pen has taken over me, and from it, I never want to be free. And that was my pen by the educated poet. Hmm. I'm watch out for that pen of yours now. <laughs> we have Now, I'm scared of your pen now. <laughs> <laughs> that was real nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Please do let everyone know what's going on with the educator and how they can get up with you. All right. Um, wow. Okay. Um, you can find me, and I'm not going. I'm not going to go through all of them. But if you want to find the shows that I host on Blog Talk Radio or the shows that are produced under 107.5 WDEP, um, just go up in the search and type in WDEP, um, and you will come and you will find the shows. The shows are broadcasted every day of the week. Um, there is a special show coming up tonight that is not going to be hosted by me, but it's going to be hosted by my partner in rhyme, the first lady of 107.5 WDEP Radio, your host at this moment, the Angelic Poetess. She will be hosting the Insomniac Show tonight at 10.30 p.m. Pacific, 12.30 a.m. Central, and 1.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, so please check her out. Um, you already know what she can do. So if y'all, y'all, knew, if y'all see what she can do in prime time, y'all need to do what she can do in the nighttime. So, um yeah, it's all about it's all about the poetry. I'm so sad, baby. Thank you so much for calling in and uh, doing that piece for us. We appreciate you. Oh yeah, it was no problem. And I'm gonna uh, post a couple of my links in uh, in the room for your listeners uh, because uh, I just I just had to come by and support your show. Um, you know, you know, you know me. I, on every Tuesday night, I go do open mic, so. I gotta come check you out before I actually can go on stage. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's a good luck. Good luck on that. I hope you smash the crowd like you. I know you're gonna do anyhow, but you know. Yeah. I might want to. I think I want to do this piece. I do want to do a letter to my friends, but you know, I don't think they're ready for that one. Yet. <laughs> hey, you never know. That might be a, a shocker right there. I say give it to them. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, jump off and I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity to come get on air as I continue my journey to get drunk off poetry and how spoken word. All right. That's welcome. So guys, we're going to continue on with the Black Butterfly Show and when I come back after this music break, I will be reciting a piece from another member out of the Black Woman Poetry Group.
You're tuned in to the Black Butterfly Show, Tuesday Night Poetry. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. Had a lot of poets calling tonight and was spitting straight fire, some stuff that people really needed to hear, so it's just been a good book tonight. Um, I'm not going to stop, so hey, I got some more pieces for y'all. This one is from a girl named Sweet that's in my um, Black Woman Poetry group, but this piece I'm about to spit for her is not sweet. So, Listener discussion is ours. <laughs> this journal here is not really a lot of, you know, derogatory words or what have you, but it's vicious. And it's titled, For the Liar and You. You lied to me. That's plain to see. Is this the way it had to be? You must have lost your damn mind. Unintelligent, deaf, and blind. So I'll respond to you in kind. You're an untruth, fallacious, a fraud, oh Lord. Help me cool my help me keep my cool as I get with this fool and teach him the ways of an angry black woman. You're a jester, a counterfeit, a fake. You have no class, no flow, untrue, placeable. <laughs> Why would you even try to upset me, see me cry? Brother, please, I'm as strong as a woman can be through poetry. I will help you see wisdom, the truth, an unspoken secret, at no charge to you, completely free, stay in your lead. You parasite, you disease. Men like you are just fillers, inferior, unintended, woman killers. You're murderers, assassins, thugs, and thieves. Your kind deserves to die a thousand times for every lie, for every tear, from every eye. A severe case of the, okay, whatever it takes to end your life, my knife, his gun, your wife, I'll sign until you realize I'm not the one. I'm pissed indeed because you need injury, wounding, fractures, bruising for all the harm and alarm. Twist your arm until you scream for every dream you destroy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Disintegrate your file. I hate every lie. The things you try, do woman a favor and just fucking die slowly. And that's that piece. She had a couple of words in there that I could not read because they were misspelled, so I do apologize for the pauses. But overall, I hope you guys got the piece that I was trying to bring across to you. And that was from the Black Woman Poetry Group. Shout out to Sweet. Now, this next piece I'm going to play is um, from Angel Eyes, and she's on BTR. She does co-host with the Coach K, so check that show out when you can. This piece is titled Rain. Aw, man. All the plans that I've made. Man. I can't believe this. Again. Hmm. Boy. Just seemed like it's one storm after the other. Rain, rain, rain. That's all it's been doing for the past week. And it reminds me of so many things. For I view the rain as the teardrops falling. I think about all the tears that I've shed through the years. Just the beating and the downpour. The sound it makes. Hmm. 
I wish I could tell it all to you. You don't know my story. All the things that I've been through. You can't feel my pain. What I had to go through to be here. You'll never understand my praise. Don't try to figure it out. Because my worship, my worship is for real. As I listen to the storm, I am reminded of the ones that I have traveled through in my lifetime. Dealing with the stresses of the various tests, not knowing if I have the strength to last or even pass this point to see sunshine. I, at times, pay no mind to the fact of my upbringing or teaching, for I seemingly kept on reaching out to harm and embracing it. It's crazy, because I kept facing bad situations, and it seemed to be a repetition, a cycle, a habit, what I was used to. So for it, I suffered abuse. My thoughts were induced with lies and denial and evil things. A downpour of tears filled those years and flooded my heart to the only place I could start was over again but I first had to mend the brokenness finally I had to turn to the one who created us all down on my bended knees I had to fall and plead my case before the very one I once hid my face from (laughs) boy did I feel dumb still I knew he would be just enough to welcome me back into the fold and allowed me to hold my head up high. He didn't put me down like man had, or did he remember my flaws. He loved me, for his love lifted me and allowed me to stand tall. Where would I be without him? I've often wondered this all this time and I truly cannot deny that I would not be here today to share with you how I had to cry even though he wiped my tears how I had to die just to live you don't know my story All the things that I've been through You can't feel my pain What I had to go through to be here You'll never understand my praise Don't try to figure it out Because my worship, my worship is for real. Ooh, 
Because my worship, my worship is for real.
for her touch. But sometimes I worry if 1,000 kisses for me can ever be too much. As I stand in the clutch of her smile, transfixed by her sexiness, my mind drifts with mad thoughts which drive me wild with desire. How can I still light her fire? And can I still excite her? Possibly reignite her passion as I invite her into my heart for yet another swim in this everlasting pool of love and affection. Has she detected that I've been eternally infected by this bug which spreads affection and love like some kind of drug? I'm in an unconscious state. I can't concentrate. I make a move like chess, and before I yell checkmate, she done did it. <laughs> and I admit it, I'm addicted. And maybe I need to be committed because this craving be wicked and I don't want to kick it. And the only method of saving me is for her to kiss my lips because they ache for yet another taste. Sometimes simply lose control Cause I just wanna drop to my knees And plead with her to abuse my soul She makes me wanna cry Just to see if the tears come And I envision her tongue tasting each drop One by one I want her to tie me up and torture me With kisses because this is the first time I want to get as good as I give. I want to compose. I want to shut up. I want to scream out her name and do all the things a man's not supposed to do to keep this cool. She makes me want to get high and meditate so I can prolong the spiritual and mental state I'm in when I'm in her presence. Pleasantries abound, but I imagine worshipping her womb Because in full bloom, she gives me life I want this woman beneath me I want this woman behind me I want to feel her breath in my ear to remind me to inhale her full sexuality Because the reality of this bliss Is this road may not be mine forever so I do whatever I can do to get through to her, to let her know that I am enjoying her time immensely.
talk with my mother. Her house looks like a tornado went through it. I hear she has a temperature that erupts like fire. My brother says she's just on her cycle. So it would be best not to question her desire. But no matter her history or state of mind, she is the co-creator of my design. Star goddess of day and night, giver of love and light. So I clenched the seeds of forgiveness in my right hand and it was the winds of change that made me question the man who left my mother dressed in black. She once wore baby's blue and God's green, but now I watched her as she sat in a rocking chair with a head full of and it was this acid rain of pain that was almost more than I could bear. Inside her eyes, I saw the alarm she had been harmed, raped, drilled dry. I reached out for her, and she pushed me away. She said, it's hot in here. Open up a door for pain. As the brown tear rolled down her cheek, I emptied the seeds that I carried in that white cloth at her feet. And it was then that she allowed me to speak. I said, I seek What do you want me to do, have, or be? I have six billion children and counting, and I guarantee no matter your efforts alone, more than half will live hungry. There are very little trees left to cultivate. Tell me, is it me or yourself that you made? Do you really think that you can eat fading fossil fuels? Why does your demand for oil outweigh your demand for the organic food? I'm boiling hot. And what will you do if your father isn't coming? Mother Nature has brand new rules with little time to spare. Stop the bombs from bursting in air. Stop the rat race, the waste, the smoking pollution, the contaminated taste in my river, my dam. If you heed these words, together we can. God and I might even say, let us make a better man. Continue to love me, and your children's children will not be here to Nurture your nurturer within or suffer. More famine, more flood, more drought. Her final words, I brought you in this world and I can't take you out. Your time to answer the Black Butterfly Show, Tuesday Night Poetry. And the last piece I have for you guys tonight that's going to come out of Black Woman Poetry is titled Thank You. And this is from Finesse. I say no thank you to love because my heart is grown cold when you took hold and let and then let go. I say no thank you to love. At times when I'm blue, I already knew that our time was coming to an end. But I choose to pretend that our love was the real deal when, in fact, when I, when I held you, I got a chill. I say no thank you to love, and it hurts because I let you in. I bypass the feeling of love's tender yearning as I turn and walk away. I can't survive another day of the memories of us wanting so much to feel your touch. Love, no thank you. Maybe one day my thoughts will change and I can take the pain, but until that day, no love, no way, I say no thank you to love. I've grown bitter like the air in the winter, 
and I contemplate beyond alone. And so I say no thank you to love. I muffle my cries. I scream and ask why did this happen to me. But never again will love trick me when I say no thank you to love. And again, that's by Finesse from Black Woman Poetry on Black Planet. Uh, sisters over there doing big things. We're going to move into another piece here, and this one is uh, We Must Learn the Unspoken Words. Knowledge. We think we know all we need to learn. 
That's why we constantly getting burned with no concern. You know why? Because we must learn. 2006, y'all, wake up. We must learn. And you're turned into the Black Butterfly Show, Tuesday Night Poetry. You just heard the unspoken word. We have a call on the line, and I believe her name is Kafas. I hope I pronounced that correctly. 312, bring you on. You on the air? 312. Okay. 312, uh, I will come back to you. What I want you to do is um, press 1 when you're ready to uh, switch your piece, and I'll open your line up. Okay? You have about 31 minutes left in the show, and I'm going to do another music break, and we're going to go back to some more poetry. Pending that Kai-Fi does not press 1, because if she presses 1, we're going to bring her on immediately. So give her a little time, see if she's going to press that button. Okay, so we're going to play this track, and um, hopefully she'll be ready when we get back. This is Mariah Curry, mine again.
we're back. I'm celebrating Kai Five again. Just loving Mariah Carey. I mean, ooh, she has a beautiful voice. I hope y'all got feeling that mine again. We don't hear that too much. Um, play. They only play the top hits, but that was definitely a hit. They should have had that in rotation as well. Okay, so um, Kai Five, we're gonna try to bring you in again. Hopefully, I can hear you this time. Okay, BTR has you open now, so ten five, three, one, two. You wanna check your phone and make sure it's not on mute there? I'm not sure what's wrong with the um connection here with you. I will probably um hang up and try to call back in to see if that works because I'm still unable to hear you. Okay, so we have, hmm, let's see what we're going to do here next. Okay, so I have um, this poet. Okay, she hung up. Maybe she's going to call back in. I have this poet by the name of Linnell. Um, real good piece. I'm going to share that with you guys. And um, it's titled September. But right now, BTR has my board just doing all types of things. So we're going to have to pause up for just a moment while it just recollects itself. In the meantime, um, let me uh, do some shout-outs for my host out there that's doing anything. Uh, as you heard earlier, the Educated Poet has a show Every day of the week almost. So you never have to worry about missing him, and we do have archives. Um, Lyric that came by and spit a piece for us, who does her show on Sunday. I believe it's twice a month. We do have a um, one of the best of the best poets in the chat room, but he's, you know, incognito right now. He don't want to show up. But it's all good because I have Son of Man in the chat room, and he know I will play one of his tracks. Any given time, check him out as well. Um, I believe he's still hosting his show on Thursdays. Okay, we got Kafan back on the line. I'm going to you again, dear. See if we can hear you this time. Hello. Oh, I got you. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Okay, this is Kafan. Uh, I wanted to read this poem, and um doesn't have a title, but here it is. Until I met you, I was in so much anguish, couldn't communicate with these people until you taught me my first language. My family and friends say that we spend too much time together, but they don't understand. I tried to explain it to them, but they refused to listen. My friends keep saying I'm ignoring them when you're around. This is no fairy tale. So my feelings, I won't deny or pretend, try to pretend. He is more than my lover. He is more than my confidant. He is more than my friend. As a matter of fact, he's my soul's twin. I will love him until destiny meets time and starts all over again. Our love doesn't cease past the grave. This love continues on past life's physical stage. Our love started in the spiritual realm. It's sown within celestial hymns. My friend's question me over and over about if I'm in love. Open up my veins, 
and you'll see his cells inside of my blood. He is the L and V, and I am the O and E inside of the word love. Ask him who he's thinking of, and he'll say it's me. He is a gift from God. He is the artery that's connected to my heart. He reveals knowledge that blows my mind. His wisdom is from another place and time. Fall in love with him was never my intention, but this love is from another dimension. Abandon me? No, never. In love with him, yes, forever. Until I communicate with him, my day is not complete. I love him so much that no one else can compete. You see, he rescues me. He acknowledges me. He validates me. He puts a glow in me, wondering who he can be. Well, his name is Poetry. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I'm digging that. I'm thinking she's talking about a man, guys. <laughs> That was great. Did okay, you say K-5 you. is how you pronounce it? Uh, K-5, uh-huh. Okay. You're welcome, dear. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for letting me read. You're welcome. All right. Uh, as I was saying before, I do have Son of Man in my chat room, and he does not want to call in, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, hmm. He might still call me. I don't know. I will play his track, though, if he don't call me. But what I was saying earlier, I was going to play a track by Linnell. So let me step to that track for you guys so you can hear that one. This is September. Here we go. Jazz is underwater, jazz is underwater, jazz is underwater, voodoo Atlantis mute, aborted ultrasound, fetal fish in flood, Haiti's first cousin forcibly kissed by a hurricane called Katrina, hot winds come one fat Tuesday, old levee leak explodes, fixing funds gone to homeland security, soldiers stationed in Iraq said, jazz is underwater, days like laissez-faire, mana does not not fall, saviors do not save. Hunger prays to rage for resilience, improvisational genius implodes, anarchy duets with despair, bassist fingers loot, nimble like a deft pianist said voodoo Atlantis mute. The fragile eardrums of instant orphans get inundated with someone else's mama's soprano saxophone scream. Meanwhile, televised tenor voices report monotonous drone to drown out the deafening beat of funeral marchers can't swim, bloated trumpet carcass, a singer swallows human sewage, her last note, a curse to America, aborted ultrasound, cacophonous warning, scatter brains, pedestrians hear calls to evacuate, escape, and think how fast can on foot run, the poor, the weary just drown, abandoned elders just drown, people in wheelchairs just drown, the sick in bed cannot leave, their doctors stay behind too, new emergencies engulf the ER, swamped hospitals ain't hostels, ain't shelters, resources slip like hope. Nurses stay behind too. Their loyal partners will not leave. Ill-fated rejects just drown, said fetal fish in flood. Outside, a breaking willow weeps like a father on his rooftop, murmuring his wife's last words. Clutch tight to our babies and let me die, she had pleaded. You can't hold on to us all. 
let me die. She too, like Jazz, is underwater. Her love, her certainty will haunt him, their children's survival a scar. Sanity also loses its grip, guilt weight like cold, wet clothes. Eighty percent of New Orleans submerged. Debris lingers, diseases loom, said days like laissez-faire. Mana does not fall, shock battles suicide thoughts. Some thirsty throats cope, manage dirges in Cajun, in Zydeco, out of kin can't get through. Refugees remember ruined homes. A preacher remembers the book of revelations. Still, saviors wait to save. And the living wade with the countless dead while a wealthy president flies overhead. Up where brown people look, up where brown people look like spoiled jambalaya stewing from a distance in their down there distress. Said he's free, high up, far up, vacation fresh, eagle up, up and away from the place where our protest sound started still sings American music, gurgling cyclone litanies, man cannot prevent, the man cannot hear. My mentality is crippled for my inability to love you. I have down syndrome emotions and my social insecurity limits my perception. Seeing you through my eyes is hard with blind ambitions, leaving this cascading window of my soul with streaks. Never doubting your motive, my motivation lacks the mechanical function to reach to each his own, yet one is selfish. Hiding the truth in the innuendo of his spirit, unable to look in the mirror, not trying to shatter his dreams. He is depicted as an unstable character with the fear factor of a rogue. He camouflages his feelings with a parallel smile. See now to his mentality, he dances out of the reality, just coping with the struggle. Wow. His morals jungle through his cerebellum. Someone has to tell him that the apparatus that he is confined to is his life support. Unaware of his surrounding, he lies dormant. This Functional yet his critical condition has him walking down the road to perdition. Wishing on a star yet the sun sees not the wicked for. The night is only aware of his transgressions and his mother's blessings were stripped with his pride as he crashed into disrespect the first time he struck her. His father was never there so that manly love was rare leaving in his eyes that cold stare of hatred. Life, he couldn't take it. As he hid within the confinements of paraphernalia, hallucinating the world with the perfect dichotomy, transcending his visualizations of self into an entity of non-divinity because his love for no one else left him sleeping with the enemy. are made of specialty material called Don't Quit. The soul is worn and Lord knows her soul is scorned. With the stains of yesteryears, 
and today's tears. You can see the imprint of her calluses where she's walked the rough roads of this life's reality, realizing that her shoes, her shoes are just a testimony, a test for those that long to see the morning and the many, many mornings that she walked so her children would not hear her mourning. You can't walk in her shoes. You see, they're not your size. And besides, are you a giver of life, nurturer, provider, mother, wife, undeniably strong as she walks the rough highway of life, sometimes alone, life-sustaining force, forced into womanhood before 12, 12 times 12, she will be denied chastity, walking the path of inopportunity. Her womb holds the promise of a race as she races ahead to face, face what tomorrow holds with holes in her shoes, holes in her life, holes in her soul. You can't walk in her As she climbs like hills, not giving herself time to heal, blisters on her heels, shaken, bruised, and uprooted, her feet trod the dirt, leaving her footprints up on this earth, the shifting earth, where she's walked the path of inequality, in a so-called land of justice and liberty, but deliberately she'll be rejected, dishonored, disappointed, repeatedly, but suffocated by masculine responsibilities. You can't walk in her shoes. You see, these are boxing shoes. And she's had to take some mighty hard blows, never really knowing what life would blow her way. She's experienced tornadoes and hurricanes of life all in one day. These are really shoes of sacrifice. Shoes that have required her to be up all night. Her shoes came without left or right. No guide or instructions came with her shoes of life. Guiding her children through for righteousness' sake so they would not be forgotten, forsaken. She would have to shape and shape and shape so this would not become their life, their mate. As she makes up and makes over the scars that this life has left upon her back, upon her face. You can't walk in her shoes. You see, these are dancing shoes. She had to dance her way through discouragement. Swiftly move her way through despair. Not stopping to care or repair her shoes or repair her life. Her shoes are really worn with braces. As she braces herself for the disappointment and rejection that may come her way, embracing just one more chance at life, just, just one more day, you can't walk in her shoes. Because her shoes, her shoes won't fit. These shoes are made of specialty material called don't quit, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit.
you're tuned into the Black Butterfly Show Tuesday night, Gordon, the host, and Now, now time is peace here. Cooperate with me. Thank you. Because we have Son of Man on the line, and he would call in after I play his piece, but it's all good because we can't get enough of Son of Man. We don't see much of him. So I'm going to bring you on, son. BTR Wellman, of course. Okay, we got you on the air. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. What's going on? Not much. Where you been hiding? No, you just been that busy. Man, I just started working again, so it's was one of those things trying to get readjusted to uh, society. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. <laughs> All right. So, um, do you have a date for that city that's supposed to be jumping out on? Uh, man, I still ain't get that thing mastered yet, and I've been waiting, and I've been wanting to add more stuff to it. So, um. Well, okay, it's in the air right now, huh? Yeah, I ain't even gonna say when it's gonna come out. I I send you some tracks. That's about it. Cause I I think I'm gonna add some more to it because it's only 15 tracks. And I think I the way I'm feeling now, I wanna add like a uh, at least four more. Oh okay, all right. Might as well do 20 shoot. <laughs> Get a little bonus track going on. <laughs> so um, you're sharing with us tonight, right? Yeah, I got to show a piece real quick. Um, I just I wrote this yesterday after I heard, um, I don't know if y'all ever heard Arctic and Messenger, man. He's an awesome poet. I, I was sitting there with them, and uh, he did this piece, and it, it inspired this. So it was, I felt a little left out, so that's why I wrote this. I am poetry stillborn. Stillborn called me the man of steel, like, peace be still. How can you steal one's history? I feel stolen, aborted, not supported, so I am a bastard. Bastardized like Africans colonized, colonized in my thoughts. I want to be liberated. Liberated is a, liberation is in sight. I am blind with blind ambitions, reading hell and braille. I took the wrong trail now. Heaven fell beneath me. To each his own, but no one ever reached me. Who will teach me? I am an orphan in this poetic orphanage. My mind left days ago. My brain took a pilgrimage. I lost my marbles. My balls are on the line of scrimmage. The American flag was thrown in on the play. Loss of downs. Loss of self. Loss of identity. Lost causes. Lost. I am lost. Direct me. Order my steps. No, step in order. I am out of order. Religion made me malfunction. Spiritual function stuck with no button to erase the past. So I am backed up, constipated. So nothing but shit comes from my mouth. I can't ride in on an ass. It's constipated. No laxative, just a sedative. I am sedated, delusional. I see illusions of peace, but this peace will not be still. Still I am, so call me man of. Above all, you will not steal my will, because even after death, I will still be born. That's that peace. Uh, you got to pay attention to Son of Man and catch what he's saying, because, yeah, you threw me for a loop on a couple of lines on that one. <laughs> wow. That's nice, though. 
Hold up, man. I appreciate you allowing me to call in. You know what's good. You still hosting? Yeah, man. Um, as we came back on the air last week, I ain't promoted like that, but um, we might be on this Thursday. Yeah, we'll be back on this Thursday, man. We have a regular show this Thursday, so y'all come hang out with us if y'all got time. That's what's up. Alrighty, man. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Son of man, people. I got a double dosage of that. That I'm good for the night. <laughs> okay, so look, I'm gonna play one more track before we close out for the night. Um, before I play this track, let me just go ahead and say thank you all that that came out and listened to the show. Um, at home, that just came through. Thanks for coming through, Giovanni Marcel and uh, Snap. Thank you for coming. Sacred Geometry, of course. Uh, love all you guys. So thank you for coming through. So um, this last piece I'm going to try to get in here real quick, 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 will be um, another Malcolm Jamal. I'm so in love with him. I ain't even going to lie. This stuff is just hot. This one's titled Helpless. Like I miss my men's and them When we play shirts and skins But then still have to be home by dark Which sparked teases and taunts Of how you was just a mama's boy But all this mama's boy wants Is to be kept warm from the cold silence of loneliness And in the midst of all this flesh surrounding me The only kiss that's hounding me Bounding me, grounding me Into this resoundingly lonely state Which grates on my nerves it's her. Ass handed to you on a silver platter becomes a blur because the only one that really matters is her. And I can't help it, even if I wanted to. But she hates to eat alone and I can't sleep at night. I miss her like I miss the adrenaline rush of drinking an ice cold strawberry crush that turns to flush after already having had three cans and a pack of banana now later to myself. Or like the first time she was in trouble and I offered to help and she accepted and we rejected the notion of it going any further. But the fervor with which we felt this, I knew I couldn't help it even if I wanted to. As the days seemingly turn into nights, and nights seamlessly turn into days, she likes to keep me at bay whenever I say something nice. At first I think she just hasn't heard me, so I say it twice, and she gets even more defensive, and I get even more pensive, racking my brain, going insane over a name, false, she loves me, she loves me not. Sometimes she lets me touch her, sometimes I get shot down without her even looking my way. Some days I get this ill energy being hurled toward me And it's so thick, not even an ice pick can break it Should I fake it? Act like it doesn't exist and allow it to persist Until I lose my mind Or my manner It's wicked I too must be addicted Cause the pain feels damn good Yet she hates to eat alone And I can't sleep at night Some of them want to use you while some of them want to be abused by you 
I'm so confused, I do sun salutations to the moon as I try to distinguish who's doing what to whom. And as the sunrise looms an exhalation away, I sway side to side as conflicting questions come crashing. Just the other day, Professor Ohm asked if she and I still had passion, and I almost cried. No, I lied. But through the phone, he heard the truth in my tears, replied, yeah, right. And we laughed because he knows she and I will have passion for years after we leave this plane of existence. So should the insistence of my love begin to wear thin? But damn, she is so fine. With the most creamiest chocolate brown skin you could ever conceive. Which is just why she don't believe me when I speak of her beauty even in the most roundabout of ways. Cause she frowns about the ways these corny strays spout silly preconceived pickup lines at her every single day. But I would love to bathe in the rays of your yeah, I know it sounds like a line too, but I'm a poet, mind you, and I can't help it even if I wanted to. So to correct this and to appear less didactic with my tactics, I go for more directness. But her fears and scoffs by sarcasm tracks this, and her response is even more self-deprecating than before. I can't ignore her plea to be loved by me, even though I'm crazed at how she pushes me away. Like Bridget Gray, she pulls me in. me out. She pulls me in and then she pushes me out. It's like she's having intercourse with my emotional psyche and I just might be more addicted than she. We more afflicted than we know. And I can't help those the most high knows that I want to. But how? Then the curse of sensitivity falls upon me. I know she needs a man who has some but not as much as she. Afraid to make the stress worse, I second guess my Irreconcilable differences, I don't buy it. Yet, I can't hide it. The omnipotent silence of loneliness gets colder with each turn. But every time I laugh, the passion starts to burn. Yet another new hole of desire. She makes me laugh. I admire her wit as much as her ass. My soulmate, my intellectual mainstay, my companion through the ways of these dark days. Art hurts, but the pain stays and names even the most gifted of lovers who shudder at the thought that they do get caught by the less celebrated elements of love. With vulnerability comes insecurity, which causes confusion because this no longer resembles the illusion of the paradise that was once ours. So now, as I salute the moon, it's the shine from the stars that reminds me that paradise does exist for those who are willing to work for it. But the distance separates us. She eats alone while I write poems till I fall asleep at night. I can't help it, even if I wanted to. (laughs) 